this is a podcast. Uh, this is a podcast. My name's Alex. And I decided to start this podcast because people in my life told me I should start it. And I am in the market of pleasing people in my life. Um, but I'm not naive enough to think that it was for any other reason besides getting me to stop yapping on the internet and on my close friend's story. But yeah, so I started this podcast. It's called Rich in Our Life because that's how I feel like I feel like that encompasses me quite well. And hopefully it encompasses most people too because, you know, everyone's very complex and has a very rich inner life. But <clears throat> if you expected me to start a podcast without being all in for some pop culture, you were dead wrong because I'm all about it. One of my favorite hobbies, pop culture. So I decided I was, I'll just get a podcast going and talk and just get on here and chat it up. So I made my close friends on Instagram vote for what the first episode should be about and they voted for the one that I didn't want to win, <laughs> which I'll do eventually. But so I'm going to talk about, I'm just going to talk about the internet because <laughs> I love the internet. I love getting on here and playing around. It's like the best, it's one of the best places to be if you know how to use it correctly, you know. And I have been, I've been a, a little bit on a Twitter kick. I try to stay off TikTok because I'll just get sucked in to TikTok. Like there's so many, there's so many things to, to watch and to discover and I feel, I feel myself losing brain cells every time I'm on TikTok, but it's awesome because of that, but it's not good. It's not good for me. So I'm kind of on a Twitter kick or an X kick if, if you're into the rebrand. I'm not, I'll, I think I'll call it Twitter until I die. I'm like, I'm not walking around saying, oh, I just, I just made a post on X. No. No, bruh. But Twitter is, like, so good right now. I had it deleted for a really long time, but award show season is upon us, and there's some there's some good discourse. There is some great discourse on Twitter. That's, like, the place to be right now. Um, I love, like, award show discourse. Like, yeah, get after them. Tell them why, tell them why Grammy snubbed your favorite artist, you know? Tell me why so-and-so deserved deserved this Emmy, you know? Who should have won the Oscar? Yeah, let's talk about it. I love getting into it. But, I mean, I don't actually actively participate in it, but I enjoy, you know, reading, reading people's opinions on it. But, yeah, I mean, like, the Grammys? Please, the Grammys, this Grammys that just happened was actually made for me. Billy Joel? Joni Mitchell, yeah, great to see Joni Mitchell alive and kicking. Well, I, I don't know about kicking, but seeing her up there performing one of my all-time favorite songs, beautiful. Love that woman with my whole heart. But yeah, I love Twitter, and it's just like such a stream of consciousness thing. I, th I think you can fall into some bad sides on Twitter. Like if I'm on Twitter for too long and I get engaged in the wrong discourse, I become like evil. But I think that's just how it is when you're, you know, easily impressionable. But for the most part, you just hop on there. You just you just listen to what people have to say. It's kind of fun. 
But see, and that's, that's where I feel like people get the internet mixed up is like, I'm not going to Twitter for some cold, hard facts. You know what I mean? I'm going on Twitter for entertainment. And same with like Instagram. Like I'm not, I'm not getting my news from Facebook. I'll tell you that much. I get on Facebook to see what my mom has tagged me in. And the majority of the time, it's nothing. It's just like some family pictures and I love it. Like Or I get on, oh, you know what I really love on Facebook right now? There's this, there are these groups called, um, are we dating the same guy? And it's like specific to certain areas. The are we dating the same guy, Utah County, Salt Lake. Oh, it's so good. You, I'll tell you what, you, you need a story. You need to hop on, on one of those Facebook pages. You just get like so much tea and, you know, people are sharing and you're like, wow, and they're just, yeah, a great place to be, great place to be. But I feel like that's where a, that's where the older generation has gotten it wrong. I think, like, there's so many adults in my life who get their facts from, like, Facebook and Twitter. And I'm like, that is the last place you need to be. It's, like, so flip-flopped. But I feel like being in the generation that, like, grew up with technology, you know, like, we had education on that. And when they would do those little those little like assemblies about how to make sure you're getting the correct sources for information. Yeah, I took I took that stuff to heart. Like I'm you won't catch me. You won't catch me on quoting a freaking Facebook extremist, you know, group post. Um and that's where like that's where adults like it's hard I get that it's hard to navigate the internet like as an adult with like children on the internet when it's like so in this but I feel like growing up and like navigating the internet by myself for a really long time I mean I've seen a thing or two but I do know a thing or two now because of it but I don't know like I feel like kids now have a better like media comprehension if if you're smart about the internet but I feel like it's more common that adults that I know are the ones who are, like, using the internet for the wrong purposes. Do you know what I mean? But I think that, like, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like, that's where you go to just share. It's where you go to just chat and share and, like, you know, dive into artistic pursuits and whatever. And it's great, but... You also have, like, this whole other side of the internet that is just an unlimited library of knowledge that people do not utilize, you know? I think about it, and I'm like, this is our current library of Alexandria. Like, if we were to lose the internet, we would use, we would lose so much beautiful, great information and, like, facts, you know? I don't know, but... I'm like a, I'm totally a Wikipedia girl. If it's like late at, if, if it's late at night, I've, I've had a gummy. I, I take to Wikipedia like it's my, like it's my freaking job. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm up in there. I'm, I'm making webs and it's a beautiful, beautiful way to relate back to the name of this place, the World Wide Web. I, that's like such a name. You want to talk about what's in a name? Let's talk about the World Wide Web. 
oh, so good and you have to like www like World Wide web let's search you know mm, I love it personally but let's get into like some some things that I'm like really really into lately on the internet the number one being guys I recently found out about Nara Smith and I don't know if you guys know who that is but she's this lady on TikTok she's this wife and model and you know and mother on on the internet and she on TikTok specifically and she you know like makes she just like cooks and bakes for her family and like shares about her life and there's like so much discourse over it and which is a shame because I think it's beautiful and there's so much discourse over like for for women right now over like the traditional wife versus you know like a non-traditional wife and like people people have opinions about that but I'm just I don't believe that we should we should be I think that anyone who is just using social media to document they're the like most pure kind of people I'm like yeah just get on here and like I want to see what you're making for dinner. Like, I don't care that you're making PB and J from scratch for your children. I think it's beautiful. But we kind of started losing it when we kind of started losing losing sight of of the beauty of the internet when everyone decided that they were right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people get on there and they're like, "I know this and this and this and this is why." this is why I'm right about, this is why my opinion is correct, which is, like, fine, but then it's just, like, I don't know, you don't need to be stating your opinion on, like, somebody's, like, I don't know, art, or, like, you know, the fact that they're baking something, you know, like, and I feel like it's especially potent, like, for women, and, like, women influencers, women have so much to say about other women. It's crazy. And it makes me sad, to be honest. Where I'm like, just just let it be, you know? Just let them, just let everybody do what they're trying to do and share what they want to share. And that's, that's also where media literacy, like, comes into play. Where it's like, there, you don't need a keyboard warrior it out, you know? I don't know. But yeah, so Nara Smith, love her content. She's married to Lucky Blue Smith. And this leads me into another thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is the um, Mormon mom influencer side of the internet. And I feel like in the last couple of years, Mormon women have been like, like, it has just been so prevalent in, in like social media and like you know that Taylor girl from TikTok who's like a swinger that that was some crazy that was some crazy stuff going on and then like we have the whole eight passenger stuff going on Ruby Frankie oh my gosh that's actually something i was like so invested in i'm glad to see that she's getting what she deserves personally i think listen like if you're not aware enough to not join a cult that I don't know. It's like people who who join cults. Like I get it. You're brainwashed. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But I've always been someone where I'm like I would want to try and purposefully join a cult just to see if I actually was brainwashed, you know? Because there are things where it's like, but I think that's like the whole point is like you, the cults are so crazy because it's like yeah you are, 
Your brain can do incredible things and convince you that anything is normal and right and true. But, yeah, I love the Mormon influencer side of TikTok right now, which Lucky Blue Smith and Nara Smith are um, Mormon. Well, they they are reading the Book of Mormon in some of their things, so, but there's so much discourse over it, especially on, like, Exmo and, like, Mormon, like, Twitter and social medias. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's just, I, I'm loving, I'm loving the, I'm just loving, like, influencers or, like, Ballerina Farm. I don't care what anyone has to say. I love, I love her. I love what she's doing. I love her children. You know, like, she's just up there living. And I'm all about it. But, yeah, and I think that's, like, another thing people forget on the internet. It's, like, if something isn't your cup of tea, (laughs) there are so many things on the internet. There are so many niches. There are so many places you can go and be surrounded by your people. And why don't you just go there? (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. But that's where it's like, you got to have some type of separation in, you know, in the, sorry, I just popped my fingers, in the world of, in, in, on the world wide web, you know? But what else? Oh my gosh. I don't know what you guys know about Kate Middleton, but I am 100% into the conspiracy that something very sinister is going on there. There's something odd about the way this is all going down. And I love, I love the royal family. Like, I love staying updated on them. And that's where it gets tricky because why haven't we seen Kate Middleton? Why hasn't she said anything? It It is confusing to me. And suddenly the royal press is like, oh, she deserves her privacy. When have you ever... When has the royal press ever cared about privacy? <laughs> like, really, truly, we all know what happened to Princess Di. Like, we know. <sighs> See, I'm into the conspiracy, and I saw that, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just suspicious, and I don't have a lot of facts, but that's the other thing, is I love a good internet conspiracy, And that's the key, is being able to recognize when something is a conspiracy, because there are so many people on the internet who, like, can't tell when something is a conspiracy, and when someone's just like, this is adding up, this is, this is curious, this is unusual, you know, but I don't know, I, I got my Facebook account at nine years old, so I've been lying on the internet for, like, (laughs) a lot of my life, to be honest. (laughs) I was nine years old on Facebook, I was like, sending requests for people to help me with my like weird Facebook game people like adults with full-time jobs nobody else is on Facebook at nine years old but I was like okay why aren't you you know granting me potatoes oh you're at you're at the office I don't really care you know but I've always loved playing playing on the internet it's always been fun but I don't know and I think I feel like we're in like a very crazy time of the internet where I think a lot of people are realizing how bad it was. I feel like even when I remember being like, what, like 13, 14, like I'd barely gotten a phone and Cassidy and I would be like, hey, like we 
we spend a lot of time on our phones. Like, I feel like I've always been very aware of the amount of, like, time and energy I put, like, into, you know, being on the internet. And that's the thing is, it's it's the same as everything in this world. Like, if you can go onto the internet with, like, intentions and, like, with this, like, deliberateness of, like, okay, I'm going on to, you know, to see what's, see what's popping with the royal family or like oh I just want to see what my friends are up to it's like a different story but if you're on there to just you know wander around aimlessly you'll get lost you will you will and adults do it too so many adults where I'm like what do you mean that you have sat on the internet all day you know it's like I don't know I feel like like my grandpa bless his heart he, homeboy sits in front of Fox News all day, and it's just, and then, see, these older people do that, where they, like, sit in front of Fox News or CNN all day, and they're like, you better be aware of, like, what, what your sources are, and what information you're consuming, because a lot of it is fake, and I'm like, is the fake news in the room with us? Because it is. It is. It's in your living room on your TV, you know, like, Hmm, I don't know. But people also just don't have this, like, wide, I feel like this wide awareness of the internet. Like, you can't get on there and believe everything you see. Like I said, like, people have been lying on the internet for ages. And if you know that, then you have the ability to just detach from all of the lies on the internet, you know? But, what else? Oh, I've kind of been on, um... I've been on a Tinder, Tinder spree. Um, I'm not crazy about online dating, but I do think that Twitter, or not Twitter, Tinder is the best option for it. Tinder is just like this, like, I just love it. You know, it's, you know, it's just the wild card of dating apps. You never know what you're going to get. You know, roll on there. And, and it's great for a girl like me because, you know, there's like one day where I'm like, I would really like you know, this, this good businessman, you know, who's, like, corporate life, and then some nights I'm on there, and I'm like, I need a hunter, (laughs) I need, I need a cowboy, it's just, like, super fun, because, you know, that's, and that's the whole point, like, that's the other issue with other dating apps, is it's, like, you can fine-tune your selection so much that you, you limit yourself in who you could connect with, And that's, like, the opposite of what we want. Because, like, you never know. You never know when when a good connection is going to strike you. But that's why I used to have Bumble, but I kind of stopped with Bumble a couple years ago. And that's why I don't get hinge. Like, I I will never get hinge. It feels, it has the same energy as, like, a hospital. It's just very sterile. It's very, like, profession-based. And I don't really care for all that. Like, the connection I make with people is, has nothing to do with their jobs. Although it is kind of funny, I was thinking about it the other day, and you know what? The majority of men that I've been on dates with are, like, engineers. Which is just odd to me. But, what do you do? Like, I don't know, I guess I I really like engineers. And they apparently really like me, so... I don't know, and it's just, like, a matter of, 
and it's not even like I know they're engineers. Like, come to find out in person they're an engineer. I'm like, this has happened an odd number of times, which, like, one of the times I was in Alabama, so that, like, completely tracks. Like, of course you're space, a space engineer, you know? But, like, I don't really... Yeah, I'm not... I think swiping is fun, but I'm not into the whole... I'm I'm a big risk ta- taker on on Tinder. Like I don't know, I like I'm curious about it, you know. And that and honestly, it makes my dating experience I think way more fun than a lot of people. So a lot of people are like, Ugh, I would never swipe on so and so. I would never swipe on someone who has a picture like this. I'm like, you don't even know that. <laughs> like you, you don't even know what they actually look like. You don't even know what they really sound like. They could have the exact same, you know, like, music taste as you. They could have felt the same way about the Oscars that you did. And you'll never know. Because you're judging them off of this picture. But, what do I know? I know that I hop on dating apps to have a grand old time. That's, that is what I know. But, yeah, so, I kind of love Tinder right now. But again, like, I I enjoy meeting people organically, and I feel like I do, but, I mean, you don't really have any any other options in in today's society, but, yeah, so, on on the Tinder grind, um, happy Virgo, Virgo full moon that just passed us by, although, and here's, here's where I stand on astrology, Okay, people come in here, people come at me all the time talking about astrology, and here's the thing that you need to understand about astrology, is that I don't think it's the end-all be-all to to figuring your life out or defining your personality. And in fact, I don't think anybody feels that way about astrology. And I don't necessarily think it's correct, but I do think that it's fun. And that's another thing. People forget that it's it can just be fun. Like, you can do things in life that hold no serious value to you. And they can be fun and you can enjoy it. That's the thing. Like, some people come at me and I'm like, you... And this is where I find myself oftentimes when I have conversations with people where I'm like, you and I, you take this very seriously. You take how you feel about this particular issue very seriously. And I don't. And that's the other thing with the internet. Everyone takes everything so seriously. I'm like, no. You just kind of got to let it be. You know, don't let it be. Don't let it be too serious. Don't get too caught up in it. That's how I feel with astrology where people are like, it's not real. I'm like, yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun and people can people can do it and have fun with it. You know? And plus, like, I do think that there's a validity to the fact that astrology is something that's been documented for, like, hundreds of years centuries, you know? There's got to be some type of truth to that. That's just basically collecting data at that point, you know? So I think it's fun. I think it's fun. And also, I think it's important to, like, believe in some magical things about this life. Otherwise, you live a very, a very cynical life. Very serious, serious life. And you, know, you got to have a little bit of magic. That's the other thing. When people come at me talking about talking about like how xyz isn't real and it doesn't make sense and it's woo woo and it's xyz and it's just like man but then what do you believe in like 
well, how do you make sure life is fun and mysterious, you know? It's it's a beautiful thing. And I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I have to, like, fight against the urge to be, like, this is how it is. This is life. This is what I believe. This is what I know. And it's, like, there is a very, there's something very beautiful about not knowing, you know? and And not... And leaving some things up to to mystery and to fate or to God, you know, like there that's like the whole point of a lot of things in this world. But yeah, that's how I feel about astrology. I think it's fun. I do think that people get a little too sucked into it. You know, people who are like on TikTok and it's like like, oh my you know, my Virgo Mercury is gonna, like, cause me to have the worst weekend of my life, and then I'm like, yeah, well, that's you, that's you manifesting it, right, that's you believing that, believing this is how your experience is gonna be, so that's what it's gonna be, but what you believe has, like, a lot of power over you, which is why I say don't take things serious on the internet, don't take a lot of things serious, because that can ruin your life, you know, or, like, you see this a ton with, like, attachment styles on the internet or like you know um people talking about like autism and mental illness and it's like man you know if you would have not got sucked into this rabbit hole to intellectualize how you're feeling maybe you would have come to a different conclusion about it or it's like attachment styles and it's like if you're you know, avoidant, you'll, you'll never be happy, (laughs) you'll never find somebody, and you'll never be happy, and this is coming from an avoidant, mind you, but it's like, you know, people get so tied to the things that are wrong with them, that it becomes a part of their identity, where, when it's like, you're not those things, like, those things are a part of you, but that's not all that you are, but I feel like that's how a lot of people especially like my generation I feel like that's how a lot of people are on the internet where it's like I'm this because so-and-so said I'm this and that's the thing has to do with like the whole therapy talk you know coming coming out into the world where people have a lot to say about therapy and they use a lot of big words with it too and it's like just because just because that's what you learned it doesn't have to define you But if you're going to let it define you, then it's going to define you, you know? And, like, people get stuck in this, like, endless loop and pattern of, of, like, self, self self-loathing. Like, this is how I am, and I can't be changed. Because that's the side of the internet that's not fun, you know? It's this, like, dark place where everyone's telling you that something's wrong with you. And it's like, actually, that's kind of the human experience, you know? Everyone feels like there's something wrong with them. Everybody feels a little weird. Everybody feels different. That's just how this life goes. And if you would take a step back and connect with people in your actual life, you'd realize that, you know? But that's another reason why I have a really hard time with, like, the moral correctness of the internet, because I'm like, you're acting like so many people get on the internet and act like they've never made a wrong decision in their life. And that's just not the case, you know? But the internet gives us this ability to, for people to see short, small snippets of our worlds and our lives. And it's just sad because that's 
you, that's not it. That's not it. But I do think it's a great place for connection and for sharing and for, you know, exploring. And it's like a, if you do the internet right, it should feel like a field, you know, like a grassy field or like a jungle where you can go and explore it and learn things and discover things. But if you do it wrong, and that's where you got to be careful with it, you know? But, I don't know, and I, like, loved conspiracies on the internet when I was little. Like, when I was, like, 12 and 13 years old, I was like, yeah. And I think it has to do with my love for history, but I was like, yeah, actually, let's get into this MK Ultra business at, like, 13 years old, you know? Which now, I feel like I spent a lot of my, a lot of my teenage years, like, really really trying to decipher and, you know, come to, like, some conclusions, but now that I'm a little bit older, I'm like, nah, it's kind of just all about learning (laughs) and discovery, you know, there are no conclusions to be had with most things in this world, and, like, the only conclusions that matter are the ones you come to on your own, you know, you take all your information, you filter it, it's like a little puzzle piece, a little puzzle, and each new piece of information adds to your belief system, which is why you have to be careful about the information that you consume. I mean, truth be told, some other things I'm interested in on the internet right now is, ooh, a good conspiracy that I've been in, and it's not really a conspiracy, I just find it curious. What's the deal with the airplanes? why we got so much stuff going on with airplanes these days. You know, the last six months, airplanes, like, so much has gone on. There's been so, so many crazy things with airplanes. And just count me out of that. Like, it's weird. It's curious. I'm going to deep dive into it. I want to know why. Like, is there, is there some point they want us to stop flying? You know, is this a, is this a fear tactic? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but I do find it odd, or maybe it just is an unlucky year for airplanes, you know. But that's the other thing I ought to be careful about, is, like, the things that rise on the internet, the things that, like, go viral, is, like, especially, like, like two-minute videos of somebody, like, recording something in, like, an airport or a gas station. It's like, you really gotta be careful with that. You have zero context about what's going on there. Gotta be aware. I just find the airplane thing a little bit weird. I do. Now, memes, I feel like, are, are, have been on the top of the game. You know, they're, they're the best they've ever been. I really enjoy the, like, oddly specific niche memes. I like it. I think that that's, I think it's a playful way to use the internet. I enjoy it. Oh, but let's talk about a little bit, since it's award season, Let's talk a little bit about some things I've been really into on the internet. Um, Number one, podcasts. I have been like loving podcasts lately. I'm I'm a I'm a pretty big audiobook girl, but when I don't have a good audiobook, I'm a podcast girl all the way. I kind of took a break from true crime podcasts just because I think that they're they can be damaging. You know, they they keep your body in fight or flight. I love true crime, so I've I've started getting back into true crime, and it's so good. I do think people can take it a little far, um, but I think it's honestly important. I feel like I'm a I'm a safer young woman 
in today's society because I've listened to a lot of true crime episodes, but I started this one podcast. I don't know what's it called. I think it's called Three. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the first episode, but it's pretty good so far. I have, I like Crime Junkie. I have an issue with Brittany, to be honest. Me and my dad always have um, I want, I don't know, but I'm, like, pretty dedicated to, like, the podcasts that I like, so I tried to listen to My Favorite Murder, not crazy about it. I think they talk too much, um, about, like, if you're, if your podcast has a point, get to the point, you know? Which, I mean, I don't know, this is my first podcast, maybe I'm that way, so maybe I can find a little grace for Brittany here, but I don't know. ooh hoo Speaking of the royal family, I finally watched Bridgerton, and it was the best thing I've ever done. It's so good. I binge-watched the first two seasons of Bridgerton, then I watched Queen Charlotte, and you know what about Kate Middleton? I'm a little worried that she's having a King George thing going on. Are they keeping her? Are they keeping her locked up? Trying to, trying to get her to, are they trying to silence her or something? you know? I don't know. But Bridgerton season three, I can't wait for that. Oh, it's gonna be so good. And something interesting about me is growing up, I didn't really watch a lot of movies or TV shows. I like had the movies and TV shows that I liked and I was like pretty content with just watching them over and over and over again. Like I watched the entirety of Law and Order SVU. I don't know, probably, probably honestly close to like seven times. But I love Law and Order SVU, but that was like the only thing I watched, the only series I watched for a really long time. It's like my comfort show. I don't think I've ever finished all of Friends. I've seen bits and pieces of like, uh, what's, oh, The Office. And it's like funny. I like it. I just, I have a hard time being dedicated to like a series, but in this past year, I've kind of discovered my love for series again. And what's the best thing about like binging Bridgerton is that I only have to wait a little bit for the next season to come out. That's that's a problem I have with reading where I hate reading an unfinished series because I don't have the time to be waiting for two years for the next book to come out because I won't remember the plot. You know, I won't I won't recall anything else that's going on in two years time. I've been trying to watch more movies so far movie of the year. Iron Claw, I loved it. It made me sob, like sob in a way I've never sobbed before. It was it was awesome. I made my entire family watch it and they were like, "Why? I can't believe you made us watch this." Like they hated it. I thought it was beautiful. And you know what? Art is subjective, I guess. But I'm glad they at least saw it. Glad they at least saw it because I was watching it and I was like, this is so beautiful about like siblings and family. And they were just like, this is crazy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've, winter is like not a very good time for me in any other regards besides like reading. Like I can, I have cranked through some series this winter because I just don't want to be outside. It's cold. Let me stay here. Let me stay cozy. Stay cuddled up with a good book. That's, that's when I'm at my prime, but it's been a little bit warmer lately, which is nice, because now I can, like, see the sun, and it makes me feel like I'm not crazy. In the wintertime, I'm, like, convinced that I'm, like, the most evil person in the world, and then I'm like, oh, I just needed a little bit of vitamin D, 
That's all it took. I only went to therapy twice in my life, and my, the only thing of value she gave me was was diagnosing me with seasonal affective disorder. Then I'm like, that's how, that's just how it's always been. Like, you didn't tell me anything new. You know, I've always known, always known that I'm insane during the winter. But now that it's getting warmer, I'm excited. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say on the topic of the World Wide Web besides the fact that what you should do is you should go to the internet and you should look up hit hit old google go to your search bar type www dot and then space because we don't actually need the www dot but it's fun to acknowledge that it's the world wide web so go world wide web and then type in like your favorite artist or you know your favorite movie your favorite director okay and then create this web follow them follow the line go to like their heroes heroes and you'll you'll find this like almost ancestry line of like inspiration and how it feeds directly into you you know what i mean because like i think about things that i really love like like ray bradbury and i'm like ray bradbury loved space i loved space like it's you can find this like line of just people that people that have inspired people for so many years it's like it's like history or like the other day I went and I was I had watched um holy hell which is a a movie about a documentary about this cult um and it's really good but so then you look up like you go and you're like okay I have a I have a question about you know cults and you look it up and then you just kind of start going to the links that are linked to these articles or these you know like youtube video video documentaries about certain topics and you create this line and you see how everything is like related and it's so beautiful because like if i looked up Joni mitchell right joan Joni mitchell takes me to the 1960s i've always loved the 1960s as you know a time period in history it was like one of my it's one of my favorite time periods and so then I'm like, all right, let's look up this whole, um, this whole like hippie movement, right? You get into that, you get into like folk music, you get into Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan leads you to Joan Baez, and then it's like, oh my gosh, we have a love story here. Let's dive into that. Talk about the situationship of the century. Oh my gosh, those two drive me crazy. Bob, Joan, like, let's figure it out. Come on. I know that they were meant to be together in my heart of hearts, but they're not. But then, you know, like that leads you to, that leads you to what was going on in, in the world at the time. And, you know, everybody, this like whole anti-war movement that was going on. And then, you know, Joni Mitchell moves to Motla, Africa. And, you know like you just got to discover things and you create this little web of like all of these awesome things that you're curious about and the best way to practice this in my humble opinion is to keep a notes app of just like random questions you have throughout the day this this is the best thing to do you have a question like one of my first questions was i was like wait i actually really don't know how traffic lights work okay i 
I use traffic lights every day and I have no idea how they work. So I looked it up and it was like awesome. And it was so fulfilling because my question was answered. I think it's because I love learning, but the thing I love more than learning is knowing what the facts are. Like, let's get to it. But you keep a notepad of like random questions you have and it could be about anything, anything in the world. And then when you have some free time, you like go and you look it up. And this is why I say I'm a scientist and a researcher at heart, not by trade, but that's like my ideal, that's my ideal night. Let me, let me hop on the internet. Let's discover something. But I think that it's a beautiful way to utilize the internet because you have this like endless well of information and you have questions and you can get answers to it. So many people wander around. I feel like they can't get answers to questions that they've had. And it's like, no, there are people in the world who have felt like you. There are experts in the world who can tell you about this weird little niche thing that you like and you can learn about it and it's great and that's why it's like that's why I think it's so easy for me now on the internet to just be like eh not my cup of tea because you you discover what you like and what you love and then that's those are like the themes of those things are like core aspects into who you are like the discovery of space and you know the the constant discovery that goes on in the space world is like directly related back to Ray Bradbury in my mind. And he influenced a lot of, he was, he was influenced and he influenced a lot of things in the space industry. His core thing was like that childhood curiosity and that, that childlike wonder that you have about the world. And it's important. It's so important and people don't think it is. But it's the same way that, like, if I look at the music I like, like, there are common themes about who I am as a person. I'm like, other people felt this way. This is like a community of sorts. These people feel the same way I feel, but they were living in the 1950s, you know? It's the same reason, like, you love history, because you're like, actually, humans have always been this way. And people love to be like, we've never seen something like this before this has never happened. And it's like, no trust. People, humans will act like humans, no matter what. Humans at the end of the day are complicated and complex and they will search for something and they will want to be right and they will be selfish and they will be selfless. And that's like the whole entire human condition. (sighs) That's what I'm, that's what I think about. And you know, a lot of the time, it's not always that. Sometimes I get on the internet and I'm like, let me look up, you know, the surprise songs for Taylor Swift. And there's nothing of substance there. Just the fact that I really enjoy her surprise songs. But I would just be wary of anybody who makes you feel extremely, you know, smart on the internet. You're never as smart as you think you are. And not in like a, not in a derogatory way, not in a way to make anybody feel bad about themselves, but you're really not really don't know as much as you think you do, ever. There's always more to, to learn. But, yeah, I, I, I don't really have much else to say besides that, I guess. So, eventually I want this podcast. Marley's gonna record the next podcast with me. I want it to be something where I get people in my life who I really, really value and respect, and I want them to come on the pod so I can ask them the hard-hitting questions about who they are as people and what they know in the world, you know? So, I'm hoping to have a ton of these people on the pod, and no experts. I'm no expert at anything, to be sure, but I I am curious, 
And that's all I really got backing me up in this life is this curiosity. Like, I would love to get people who I have had discussions about, you know, particular things in the world and certain issues. I'd love to just pick their brains and like, why not record it? So that's, that's the hope for this podcast, but I don't have anything else. So I'll see you all sometime.